computer. All right. Hi, friends. Welcome to this special Christmas episode of Storytime with Smiley. I am Smiley, and I am so happy you could join me this evening. Before we get started, for those who are new to Storytime with Smiley, welcome! Here are a few housekeeping rules. We, uh, before we get started, uh, so we ask that you go ahead and grab a, a plushie, a pillow, and blankie if you want. And then find the most comfortable spot in your house. Because we want to set an environment for calm and relaxing. I have the Christmas music on in the background. So while you guys are going to grab your items, go ahead and like and share uh, what's going on. Go ahead and share this video. Um because we want to try to reach as many families as possible. Go ahead, bask in the Christmas music. And as if you decide that you do not want to go ahead and grab that plushie, that blanket and pillow, that's fine too. We just want to make it comfortable for you. That's all. And to those coming back and to those in the room. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And Vixen, Donner, and Cupid, and, and Blixen. So Christmas has always been one of my absolute favorite times of year. It always seemed to be so magical and wondrous. And you know, people, when I was growing up, people seemed to be kinder and you could get more help. Um, my mom used to also make it special by we would make these gingerbread houses and we would play games and it was always fun and laughter. So Christmas time for me was always great. Today, I will be reading two stories. And the first story I will be reading today, actually, it reminds me of that wonder, that magic, and all of that stuff. So our first story for today is going to be Twas the Night Before Christmas. As I read the story... I want you to think in your head, what is my favorite Christmas memory? All right. 
twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was staring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, and hoped that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, threw up the sash. The moon gave on the breast of the fresh fallen snow, gave luster to midday to objects below. When what does my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer? With the little old driver so lively and quick, I knew for a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers that came, he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the wild hurricanes fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky, up to the housetop, the coursers they flew with us, the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. Then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. I drew in my head and was turning around down the chimney, St. Nick came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur and his head, from his head to his foot, and his clothing was all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he flung on his back and looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry, his cheeks were rosy, his nose like a cherry, a, his droll little mouth, was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as snow. And the stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He, his, he had a broad face, a little round belly that shook <laughs> when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump. All right, jelly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to work and filled all the stockings and turned with a jerk. And laying his fingers aside of his nose, giving a nod up the chimney he rose, he sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the dawn of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
So friends, we talked about, or we thought about what our favorite Christmas memories are, right? So what are some of your favorite Christmas memories? I'm gonna start with my favorite Christmas memory. So I had to be about four years old and growing up, they always told us, be good. Or when Santa Claus comes, you must be in the bed or he's gonna put ashes in your eyes, right? And so it's Christmas Eve and I'm so excited. We're not even at home. We're visiting another relative's house and all of a sudden we heard foot, feet stomping on the roof and a very loud ho, ho, Ho! Merry Christmas! Okay, so those of you who know me know that I don't run. But that day, I ran and I ran and I ran and I ran. I was under the covers. Now, as an adult, right, I asked the adults all around me, what was that about? And they said they didn't know, but guess what? Me right here, I wasn't taking any chances. No, I wasn't taking any chances. So growing up, we had a lot of moments like that. And, but you know what? I also want to take a moment to re recognize that sometimes Christmas time can bring up trauma or not so good feelings for people. And with a lot of loss and stuff this year, I can understand why sometimes people just don't feel it. Maybe they turn not so nice or like our friend Scrooge, Bah Humbug, or even like our friend the Grinch in the story we're about to read next. Maybe we say poo-hoo to the whole thing. So joining me now is a very special person. I am reading the part of the Grinch is none other than Celion the Voice. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am super glad to be here and to read my favorite Christmas character, the Grinch. <laughs> so, Celion, are yes, you a poo-hoo to Christmas type person? Oh, no. I love Christmas. Are you kidding me? That's my favorite time of the year. It's my favorite time for people to realize how grateful they need to be for what they have. And it's the perfect opportunity for people to spread love with each other, especially people that you don't know. Um, because everyone needs love 365 times a year. But um, Christmas is a time that you give more because we were given more. You know what I'm saying? So it's my favorite, favorite time of the year. And I am so grateful 
for everyone that has helped me on my journey, everyone that walks it with me, everyone that shares love with everyone else, and those that are learning to share love with everyone else. So I'm super grateful for it all. Okay, now without further ado, the Grinch who stole Christmas. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived of just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve, hating the who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every who down in Whoville beneath were was busy now hanging the mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings. He said with a sneer, tomorrow is Christmas, it's practically here. Then he growled with his grinchy fingers, nervously drumming. I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow, he knew all the who girls and boys would wake bright and early. They'd rush for their toys. And then, oh, the noise. The noise, noise, noise. That's one thing he hated. The noise, 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 noise. Then the who's, young and old, would sit down to feast. They'd feast, they'd feast, they'd feast, feast, feast. They would feast on who pudding and rare who's roast beast, which was something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. Then they'd do something he liked least of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand and the who's would start singing. They'd sing and they'd sing and they'd sing, sing, sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this who Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought, stop whole thing why for 40 for 53 years i put up with it now i must stop this christmas from coming hmm but how then he got an idea an awful idea the grinch got a wonderful awful idea 
<laughs> I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat. He made a quick Santa Claus hat and coat. He chuckled and chuckled. What a great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I'll look just like Saint Nick. All I need. All I Oh, sorry. <laughs> All I need is a reindeer. <laughs> My line. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around. But since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No. The Grinch simply said... If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he caught up his dog, Max. Then he took some red thread and he tied a big horn to the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh and he hitched up old Max. Then the Grinch said, Giddy up! Giddy up! And the sleigh started down towards the home where the hooves lay a snooze in their town. And their windows was dark. Quiet snow filled the air. All the who's were dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square. <laughs> this is stop number one. Oh, the old Grinchy Claus hissed. He climbed up the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney. A rather quite pinch. But if Santa Claus can do it, so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue where the whole stockings all hung in a row. These stockings, grinned the Grinch, are the first thing to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant. Around the whole room, he took every present. Pop guns and bicycles, roller skates and drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorns and plums. And he stuffed them in bags. Then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all of the bags one by one up the chimney. Then he slunk to the icebox he took the who's feast. He took the who pudding. He took the roast beef. He cleaned out the icebox. So as quick as a flash, why the Grinch even took the last can of who hash. <laughs> and he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch. I will stuff up the tree. 
And the Grinch grabbed the tree and he started to shove when he heard the sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a small who, little Cindy Lou who, who was not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by the tiny who daughter who gotten out of bed for a cold cup of water. She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. Why, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree um, that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there and I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child. Then he patted her head, got her a drink and sent her to bed. When Cindy Lou who went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and stuffed the tree. Then the la the last thing he took was the log for their fire. Then up the chimney himself, the old liar. On their walls, he left nothing but hooks and wires. And the one speck of crumb that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other who's mouses. It was quarter past dawn all the who's still a bed, all the who's still a snooze. When he packed up his sled, packed it up with their presents, the ribbings and wrappings, the tags and the tinsels, the trimmings and toppings. 3,000 feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rolled with his load to the tip top to dump it. Ooh, to the hoops. He he was grinchishly humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They'll just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the who's down in Whoville will all cry, boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. So he paused, and the Grinch put his hand to his ear, and he did hear a sound rising over, us, over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. 
but the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound was Mary. It couldn't be so, but it was Mary, very. He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch popped his eyes, then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without presents. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or another, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinchy feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or pegs. Hmm. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. The Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas. He, th he thought doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the heart, the that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed through the he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light, and he brought back the toys and the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, even carved the roast feast. <laughs> you know, as I was reading this story, I had a thought. And the thought I had was why do you think that the Grinch was so mean? Hmm. Could it be perhaps that the villagers never invited him down? But I know, I know. Could it? Do you know? I know, I know. Okay. What What is your guess? Well, the Grinch look different from everyone else in town. And sometimes when you're different, people don't understand it. They don't like it. They make up stories about it. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's probably why he lived by himself and he couldn't stand them. Because I don't think that they accepted him for who he was. And then... Christmas as it is, you know, um, it's very commercial now. This isn't buying gifts is not what Christmas is about. Giving is what Christmas is about. But the love of what was given is what Christmas is about. It's really that simple. It's giving, not getting, it's giving. And so the Grinch wanted to give, I believe. And he did. 
until he was mistreated. And then he didn't want to give anymore and no one was giving to him. So why should he like it? I actually think that's a very good answer. Um, I also think it's easy to focus on bad things when bad things are happening. I think that uh, this year, I know I've seen a lot of Grinches. <laughs> and I think that what the Grinch learned or that even the Grinch can have a change of heart, right? Change of heart, change of mind. And then it makes me think that no matter how the situation may look or what may seemingly be taken from us, that no one can steal our joy or our love if we don't let them. Because he had taken all their presents. So if Christmas was about the presents, then they would have been sad and droll. And that's what he thought, right? But they were joyful anyway without the presents. And so what I would say is what the Grinch really needed was, as Celion the Voice said, what the Grinch really needed was love. My guess is no one becomes a Grinch overnight. When bad things happen to people, they lose hope. And once someone loses hope, sometimes they need to be reminded that people still care. Because let's face it, we are all more than our flaws. We are more than the issues going on. And sometimes all we need is that extra dose of love. Applying love to any situation will turn it around. That the day the Grinch was reminded that some things cannot be bought. And tonight, as I prepare to wrap up this special Christmas episode, I want you to know and remember that you all are loved. When all hope seems lost, when it seems like you just can't catch a break, you can't win for losing, understand that you are loved and you have people or there are people out there that love you. And the biggest love is that self-love. This has been Storytime with Smiley. I am Smiley. And remember, you matter in this world. Why? Because you are a unique, one-of-a-kind design. And this world would not be the same without you in it. And if no one else has told you this today, I love you. Why? I just said it, silly. You are a unique, one-of-a-kind design, and my world would not be the same 
without you in it. Storytime with Smiley is a part of the Uniquely Nye podcast. You can follow me on social media at Uniquely Nye Podcast. You can visit me online at uniquelynighpodcast.com. If you've li- if you liked what you've heard here, Storytime with Smiley is available on all streaming platforms. Please like, subscribe, and share. Also, if you want to contact our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Grinch, who so graciously blessed the mic, where can we find you, madam? You can find me at um, www.cellionthevoice.com. You can find me on Facebook at WML, Weapon of Mass Love. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Cellion Voice. Um, and you can find me on YouTube, Google me, you, you find me if you Google me, um, I'm all over the place. And so it's been my pleasure to play my favorite person. <laughs> and thank you for asking me. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for coming out until next time. Sweet dreams and happy holidays. Little, hold on. I saw it a little bit on.